The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrence. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrence, blogger, the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Between Timmy's and Orient Neighbor Television. Like to welcome those watching us on the live stream yep. and also <laughs> hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and also watching us on Orient Neighbor Television. What else can we add to this thing? I'm, I am I need at least four more arms over here. <laughs> yes, you do, Ian. Yes, you do. Especially I'm, with last week. You oh, know. man. Yeah, and I found out that the problem was just some some easy little fix. Of course, we had some... We're adding, as you know, if you're listening, we've added a lot of little things to the podcast to enhance it, to try to get it out there live, mm-hmm. right, Sammy? And here we are on a Monday, and... It's so, a beautiful day out. So far, we had a couple hiccups. But we're on. It is 10 o'clock. It's Monday. It's a beautiful day. The tornadoes are gone. <laughs> yes. And I know there's a lot of power outages, especially yes. west of Waterford. I know that. Yeah. We, had, we we had another tornado hit Port Austin. Yeah. We had, Two of them this year. Yeah, I know. I was there for one of them. And then we had one in White Lake. Yep. And then we had one, of course, in Armada, which was... And then we had one in... um. Gaines Township was in Genesee County. There was one up there? There was one up there, yes. Wow. Yeah, because so was... I know we were in the basement for a while. You know, mm-hmm. the sirens run off and phones light up, you know. You know, one of... thing that I always learned. crazy. You know, what? one thing I learned, in is respect the polygon. Respect the polygon. Respect the polygon. Which? <laughs> Meteorologists, they always do that. Oh, yes. Respect uh, the polygon. I'm you know? so glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes because sirens heard... can't be trusted, though. Correct. You know what I mean? And Right. You know, this is where I think I think the sirens are still county based, but yeah. you know, like if it's like a polygon based, you know, that I think that would be. Yeah, and the the funny thing is, I've heard heard that term for the first time when we had, uh, you know, several weeks ago when we had the other tornado tornadic possibility, mm-hmm. and um, when other just a public service, if the weather looks kind of sketchy or you get an alert, don't go outside to check it out. No. Just follow the rules and listen and head to your basement or do whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Or- I was just surprised all the rain we got. Yes, it was a truckload of rain. But it the polygon rough. is like you see the weather guy going, see this shape here? And he actually, if you go to like 247 or the major weather guys. Or for me, like or, K- or TV5, ABC12, yes, ABC25, you know it, what I mean? You get them out of Flint. Yep. And uh, they actually show you the spacing of which it's the technology is insane. Mm-hmm. What they have. Well, now. and they it's do it awesome. at the National Weather Service up in Detroit Pontiac up at White Lake. Um, yeah. That's where the weather service is. Drive by that uh, it, radar off, all yeah. the time. Yeah. And then you got also in Grand Rapids and Gaylord also in Marquette. Well, know. if, you know. In northern Indiana. Yes. And where the uh, the weather National Weather Service is over there mm-hmm. um, is also a state campground. Really, like Pontiac uh, State Classic right? Recreation here, right? And really? then they have the and that campground. I just hope everybody seemed to be okay, but uh, there were trees down everywhere. They couldn't get the campers out. There's no electricity, no water, so they're basically going to shut down until mid-August. I know there was one injury. I know that was there. Yeah, there was one injury there. Yeah, but people out there camping just down from where this thing was rolling through. So and wow. I talked to the people up in Port Austin, you know, the um, owners at the tip of the Mitt golf course, the public yes. course there. Um, played there? <laughs> yeah, I played there. I ended up getting a toilet bowl there. Um, but um, but I, think, they, I think that's an inside yes. thing. <laughs> um, but um, they um, saw the Port Austin tornado come from the bay, from Saginaw Bay, and it went into 
lot of farmland, so that's why. So the uh, the yeah, most recent one, most recent one up in Port Austin, yeah. So that's why, wow. you know, I I you know that's probably the reason why that um. Let's go Port. O- that's two in one year. It's two in one almost year, almost in the same spot, and, and almost that, yeah. That, that is, that is that's insane. Very very rare, especially because you know how, how rare it is for the tornado to, to basically form in Port Austin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean I mean, you can get rare. monster thor- uh, storms off the bay. Yes. But, um, but yeah, for tornadoes, it's, it, that's, it's really rare. That's pretty crazy. We do got a guest coming up in about a half yes. hour. Um, we're going to talk to Troy Athens football coach Billy Keenis. Um, after we went off the air last week, um, the um, MHA released the basketball. <laughs> Not districts. only off the air, Sammy, but it's like five seconds after we went off the air. Five we, seconds after we, we off the air. We actually ended the tel- telecast and the recording, mm-hmm. and Sammy's like, it came in, oh my god! It goodness. just came in, and like all of a sudden, I'm looking at the districts, and... So, here's this. I did some... Breaking I mean, news. I did an- I did analyze these um, basketball districts coming out, of course. Um, very early, some both boys and girls basketball released their districts. Um... Really interesting districts. I mean, like some but of them. There's also a new one. There is a new one. Um, if you're a fan of, uh, if you're Jeff Cozen right now, you're in a. I don't know what you're thinking right now if you're Jeff Cozen. Um, but if you're um, <laughs> but if um, you're um, I mean, especially with the district that they got. But if yeah, you are, if you are Steve Laidlaw, Rachel Breyer right now, you might want to get a modified version of the Scream. How your district's set up. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's brutal. Yeah, and then you look at you look at a district with Lake Orion. Of course, the Dragons do host the girls' district, but you know, but they have to go to Romeo for the boys' side. And then you know, Ferndale likely dealing with Detroit Country Day. And then you look at um, I mean, North Farmington. They're in two different districts. I mean, like you have probably one of the toughest di- districts. Around when you look at obviously in the boys' side at West Bloomfield, you have two Catholic League teams there, and then in the girls' side, you have I think the best districts right now are at West Bloomfield. I mean, ah. both boys and girls because okay. you got some really good competition there. Um, on the boys' side, obviously, you got you're looking at um, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, Birmingham, Brother Rice, West Bloomfield, Bloomfield Hills are all in one district. Wow. And then on the girls' side, you got West Bloomfield um, and Birmingham Marion in the other district. Um, and of course, you have Groves in there, Seaholmes in there. Um, you got um, Bloomfield Hills in there. Yeah. But when I look at that, those districts, I, I just and North Farmington's in there on the girls' side. So to me, those two districts are the best districts. Um, you mean best districts for competition? Competition wise, wise yeah. it's, it's the toughest teams that are in there. Um, yeah. Berkeley still got stuck with Detroit Renaissance. They're going down there. I mean, like they're going down there for girls. Um, the boys at Royal Oak, um, and then you look at Harper Woods, the new newest member of the league. Yes, it's going to have to deal with Harper Woods Chandler Park Academy. Um, other than that, I'm not sold on that district down there with them. Um, Detroit Osborne, Detroit Denby, um, you know, so I'm very curious to see with that one. But I think when you look at districts that are just absolutely brutal, and how do you explain that? <laughs> I, I, I went to Chicago Brothers Pizza in um, Lake Orion. I know the owner very well. Um, He is a, I know he's, his son is at Oxford. Okay. So... And so, so you get a man on the street reaction to this. Yes. Okay. So I went. So I went. He was there. 
And I had to tell him the basketball district. And you know what his reaction was? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. Here, the boys' basketball district. Well, how much of it has it changed? I mean, so you, sure you, you laid it out. You got your, your competitive ones, ones that seem, uh, you know, super heavy, you know, top heavy, or they're going to fling one team out to, you know, the nether areas of the state or the county or whatever. But how have they changed from last year? Um, you know is what? Is it pretty I mean, much the same? So they can no, expect it's it? actually not because you've had some schools that have gone down from class A to class B. Okay. Um, you know, because they do it based on classes, but yeah. division one, division two. Yeah. Um, but you know, so it changes verily. It changes. Okay, so so it's not like, I mean, there's always changes. We know there's some shifting, mm-hmm. but uh, for the most part, would you say last year to this year, it's roughly the same? It's oh, not necessarily the okay. same because they added a new district. Right, they brought a new district in. Obviously, the um the, the one at um Waterford Kettering and Waterford Mott that which, is absolutely gold. If so you are I, Jeff okay, Posner, so okay, so I don't want I want to I want to dissect that district. That, oh yeah. Uh, but first, let's. I don't want to steal your thunder to, on. Let's go to Davis, which we're talking about. That's the district at Davis. Yeah. Um. So if you're Oxley, <laughs> and you just find out, especially your boys. You have the divi- defending Division One state champions in there. You have a new, and then you have a program that's bringing a new coach who is who won three state titles at Flip Beecher, and they got a young team, young nucleus loaded, and then you have a team that's really improved in Lapeer, you know that, you know, won eight games last year. So. Yeah. So when you look at Oxford, I know you got a good team. You got Logan Brzezanski, you got Bryce Hesman, you got um Alec Brown. I know you got a freshman coming up that's really good. Um, but if you're Coach Steve Laidlaw, you just gotta in you just gotta go like this. <laughs> you're rubbing your head. Yeah. Rubbing your eyes. Because <laughs> and then you look at Graham Blank who returns Ty Rogers, RJ Taylor. Now, R.J. Taylor's story, of course, is um, I'm not a huge fan of because, you know, I know he um, I know that um, he had um, he's from Midland. You know what okay. I mean? He's from Midland. And I know he has to. And Grand Blanks is an open enrolled school. You know what I mean? You know. So, so. you're saying transfer? Yeah, close. OK. Um, But I'm just but that's for another day. OK. Um, But. But, but, when you but look, you're, you're saying that, I mean, Oxford's being thrown to the wolves. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm feeling. Fe- so I, I just feel so bad for Steve Lee, for this team. Yeah. I mean, they are suffering the same fate that Coach Rachel Breyer had last year with the girls' team. Because the girls had to go to Genesee County last year. Yes. So at least if you're Coach Breyer, you had this experience of going to Genesee County. You know how good Graham Blake and Davison are. Yeah. You know, and... You know, and then he had Flint Kearsley in there, which normally they're a good team, but last year they didn't play because of COVID nineteen protocols. Mm. So all year, well, they can play postseason. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So when you look at when you look at the um, Oxford situation, <laughs> how do you explain this to your kids? How do you explain but, this? But we've seen this time and again, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the shuffling of the, you know the teams around and. Uh, we've seen it in, um, I mean, heck, we've seen it in cross country. We've seen it, uh, you know, teams like 
just be all of a sudden you're going to have this mega mega district or regional or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's so many teams that are of quality. They're like, you're out, you're done, you're toast because you're going up against state powers every year. Mm-hmm. Right. And so how do you, what do you do? I mean, you just go, okay, well, obviously you have to take it. There's nothing else you can do. Right. And, but it just, <laughs> I'm not going to say that, uh, I mean, the OA is not being picked on. No. Are they? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, especially certain teams that we we always watch and we follow and we're rooting for, and you want them to do well, and then you go, "Oh man, that is a yeah, that brutal is brutal draw. for Oxford. That is yeah. really brutal." Now let's go to a team that's been you. You said this is the one you wanted to cover, and that is the districts at Waterford Kettering and Waterford. Brand Miles. new. What is the number? Brand on? new. Got a number on it? District? Uh, whatever. Uh, I think District Six. I think it's what new. It is. Okay. Yes. So the funny, th- <laughs> of course, Lake Orion got set east. Okay. And then Clarkston, what yes. does he want to talk about? Yes. So we wrap up the show last week. Literally, I'm fading down, hitting stop on the recordings, and Sammy goes, oh, they're in. He goes, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he goes, what? We'll talk about it next week. And then uh, my wife teaches in Clarkston. Yes. And uh, she hit me up right away because she knew that your reaction would be, she goes, did you see there's a new district? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it going, oh my goodness! And then you gave me the details. And how is this district stacked? Just give me the teams first. Ah, uh, yeah, Clarkston, Bolt, Waterford's Kettering, and Waterford, Mont, Waterford, mm-hmm. Kettering, Waterford, Mont, yeah, Pontiac, <laughs> and Avondale. Yes, is that and Pontiac? Yes, you already said Pontiac. Oh, I did say Pontiac. Yeah, so yeah. Clarkston, Pontiac, Bolt, Waterford's, and Avondale. My hands are in the air. Yeah. Is this the first thing I thought of? I, I know we have we still got to play the games. I said it's a gift. This is a Christmas gift for with a bow, with the and bow, and yeah. the turkey dinner and yes. the trimmings. Yes, and I'm going like, what? <laughs> I mean, for OAA for OA Nation, Nation yeah. it's a good deal. It's a good deal. It's a good deal for OAA Nation with Clarkston's district. I mean, so, like, but when but you look at, come on. but come on, you I look, mean, you look at you compare Oxford. Where, where, Oxford, where, where, Oxford got a death sentence. Where they, where they're sitting, and then you go, "Oh, and we're going to make a new one." You got to make a new one. You put Clarkson in there, and go like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" Now, if there was a team, in my opinion, that should have went up to the death up north, Clarkson's a little more closer to Grand Blank than it is. Oxford is. It is. It's on that side. Yeah, it's on yeah. that side. So when I look west. at when I look at that district, I mean, like, I'm going like, You're right? I'm going like, come on! I mean, you guys sentenced Oxford, and you're putting. You, you sentenced them. I mean, like, well, but the team that should have been sentenced, in my opinion, was Clarkston. But instead, yeah. they got a gift wrap district. Oh, completely. And to, if you actually draw a line between, I mean, Waterford is right next door. It's just down the street. Right. Right. It's down the street. You get those two Pontiacs right there as Pontiac's well. Pontiacs right there as well. So Auburn no, Hills, Avondale's right it's there right as well. It's right there. It's uh, just on the other side, mm-hmm. east side of Pontiac. Yep. So you got, I mean, it no travel. They could ride their bikes there. Of course. <laughs> But it's at Waterford Kettering and yeah. Waterford Mott, so. But, I mean, anything can happen, but it was like, wow, that is that is a, a And I did some studying in that district. I did yeah. some studying a little bit. I mean, Waterford Mott probably has the best chance to Do you think Clarkson, it's already it's set that those two I will think meet it's up. already stacked in the bag. Yeah. I mean, like, and then you look at on the bull, maybe Pontiac's a dark horse, I mean, like, in the boys' side. Um, on the girls' side, you know, you got – 
Did they walk to the finals? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe Waterford Kettering if I mean, Michaela Holland does what she did and gets some help. I mean, yeah. last year, Michaela Holland scored um, 30, 37 points last year against Clarkston. Um, yeah. But um, I, I, when I look at this district, I just <laughs> – with what Clarkston's got, I mean, like, you look at Maddie Sikorsky, you got Izzy Haley, Ava Hernandez. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they got – I mean, like Emerson. I mean, like Emerson. I mean, this team is really going to be talented for Coach Aaron Good now, who's walking yeah. into a really beautiful situation. Um, you know, when you look at this district, <laughs> and I'm looking at Avondale, I can't trust Avondale. I really can't. Pontiac didn't even feel the team last year. Yeah. Um, Waterford. Yeah, how, Mott, how is that Waterford going to Mott, impact them? Yeah. Waterford Mott was just. Horrendous last year. It was they weren't even competitive on the on the men's side, on the girls' side, girls' side. And then okay. Waterford Kettering, sure and then Waterford Kettering. We know they have Markayla Holland, but who else? So when you yeah. look at the situation that was unfolded, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I know. I, I mean, don't... like, you look at other, you look at all the other districts. He's like West Bloomfield. There's at least a pairing of yeah. you have a power and maybe another power. And, 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 and they, and they yeah. try to, you know, set it up where a traditional mm-hmm. power, they come together and maybe mm-hmm. that's. And then you look at that Lake Orion district with the three Rochesters, um, Romeo, Anita, Eisenhower. I mean, like on the girls side, you know, you got Lake Orion, Stony Creek right yeah. now, your two early favorites. And then you have um, Adams, a possible wild card. Um, and then you look at the boys side, you know, Adams is the favorite, but it's going to be very competitive in the boys side. Yeah. So. That that District Five is really interesting. <laughs> um, and the good thing, it's having, I mean, just announcing that uh, mm-hmm. the district is at Lake Orion. The girls is. Yeah, the, the boys girl, at Romeo. The, the girls are at Lake Orion. That means those will be televised. Mm-hmm. The boys so at Romeo. So you can tune in and see all those when they come. I know mm-hmm. we're a long way away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so they're at Romeo, and Romeo is man, that is always tough. Yeah, Romeo is a tough gym. It's a tough gym to be at. Always. I mean, like. But they We've seen volleyball. They changed it. They changed the gym now. They moved. They oh, moved, they did. Yeah, they moved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to try to goad you into screaming about the setup of the volleyball in Romeo. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> at the old at the, <laughs> the old, old um, gym. gym. Oh God. I, I know. Mean, I know like, that drives you crazy. Oh, they, it does. They have it oriented uh, mm-hmm. like reversed. Uh, I mean, you know what district I'm keeping a very close eye on is the one down at Troy. Okay. Um, you got District 29. You got Troy, Troy, Athens. Um. I mean, like you have Warren De La Salle on the boys' side, Warren Cousineau, Warren Mott, Warren Woods Tower. Now Warren Mott's not in the girls' side, but you have Troy, Troy Athens, um, Warren Cousineau, and um, Warren Woods Tower. It's a four teamer. Yeah, wow. So I'm gonna go boys first. It's gonna be tough for Coach Gary Fralick and his team, but you know, but uh, it'd be very interesting to see how they how the, how they they would do against Warren De La Salle in that one. The girls' one, I have a little bit more. This has been a with Troy. This has been a team that has been in the postseason, had been in the been in the um whether it's been the first round game or the um or the um or the district semifinals, mm. lost all three of them. This is to me, and you have this is their last. I mean, it's it's basically now or never for this group, really, because I've heard all the hype that they had all year. I've heard all the hype. And, you know, that this is going to be a very good Troy team, very good Troy team. 
it's now or never for this team. Yeah. You got Athens, Warren Coos, they're going to be really good teams this year. They're going to be good. And they're going to be tough. I think all the pressure in the world is on Troy. Mm. Because it's now or never. Loaded with seniors. Yes. Yeah, Kendall Zider, Shara Tabaka. Yeah. I know all, the, Man, all the names we I know. I know Man Tooth is out for the year. Oh, no. Um, with an ACL. Um, but for me, it's now or never with Troy. Does that change the scope of your predict your, your, of your expectation then? Even with uh, one of the top players out? No, it doesn't. You are tough. Yes, I am. <laughs> in the boys' side, in the Ferndale district, I just don't think anybody can knock off Ferndale. Um, the Detroit Renaissance district with um, Berkeley, Royal Oak, and um, I just don't see anybody knocking off Detroit Renaissance in the girls' side. Um, even though Berkeley's got a good player in Ashley Loon. Um, Royal Oak, their defense first team. Um and then the boys' side, you got UD Jesuit, you got yeah. Detroit Renaissance, um, Oak Park's wild card, and then on the um, then on the flip side, we got Ferndale, um, Ferndale Detroit Country Day. That should be the battle on both. Um, Ferndale University could get problems there on that one, and then we have Harper Woods, Chandler Park Academy has to be the favorite in both boys and girls. So, see, and that's the new wrinkle. Yes, that is a new wrinkle, right? And mm-hmm. and. It's interesting, so you bring up Harper Woods, and I don't want to derail the discussion of the district, mm-hmm. but it's interesting the reaction to Harper Woods in football. Mm-hmm. They're very good this year. They are, and but uh, from the two OA coaches we've chatted with over the last couple of weeks, their reaction well, I can to— I get a third one. <laughs> well, we're get, I know, and I'm interested in just that question has to be brought up again. Yes, we'll bring it up. Because I was surprised at some of the, the, the reactions. Some are like, oh, wow, I didn't even know, or— mm-hmm. I will reserve comment till later. Mm-hmm. So we have media day to answer. This I know, too. I know that's true, and that's coming up soon. Yes, um, and yeah, you'll be there. All the TV there, cameras yep. will be there, yep. and we'll be prepping the, uh, yep. the preview shows and the OA now uh, pred- uh, prediction shows and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see. I would like to know the basketball coach's reaction to having them in. Mm-hmm. I will do you know? that. I will do what I can I, to do that because that that would be. Fascinating to hear ahead of uh, the schedule. I know we're, we haven't even started football yet, and we're already talking basketball, basketball winter schedule. Yeah, so crazy. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, let's take a commercial break. I mean, like obviously, yeah, just we stay, haven't done those. We haven't really done a break because we've had some discussions that have been going, and the interviews have been great. And mm-hmm. um, we have so we're we are still trying to grab a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, our interview today, uh, Billy Keenest, and yep. so we're going to step away real quick as Sammy dials him up and see what we can do. All right. You're listening to OA Now on ONTV. This is The Local Voice, where you can listen to your favorite classic rock songs, as well as podcasts created by ONTV and its volunteers. If you're looking for a high school sports update show, we have OAA Now. If you want to hear about some great movies, we have Movies for Dumb Guys. You can also create your own podcast by taking a course with us. For more information, call 248-393-1060. Coach, you there? Uh, Welcome back to OA Now here. Yeah, we're trying to get Coach on the line. Yep, Coach, you there? You hear me? 
Hey, okay. Coach. I can I hear got, you. I got to fiddle with some stuff. You got to fiddle there. with some stuff here. <laughs> um, how's everything been going for you? Great, great. How are you? I'm good. I mean, like, I'm good. We got we got you here. Um, I can hear you now very well. And we got a lot to talk to you with this year. I mean, with Troy Athens. So how's everything been for you? Uh, a lot better than last year. Last year was a pain in the neck uh, <laughs> with, all, with all the COVID stuff. And, you know, this is just a little bit smoother and a little bit better operation. So we're, we're doing much better. Um, talk about the um, Red Hawks. I mean, of course, um, how's the off season been for you guys? I mean, like, um, obviously, um, when you look at Troy Athens, um, one of the, I mean, like one of the, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very high on you guys this year. I mean, like, I think that you get, you, you turn a very good quarterback in Nate Hazen. You have a very good receiver in Trey Vincent. Um, talk about how, um, the off season's been for you guys. Uh, it's been good. We got a good group of seniors. Um, Trey has been a two-year starter for us on the varsity. He's a great kid, great player. Um, we're looking for big things out of him. We're going to have Evan Bibber as our starting quarterback. Oh, Evan Bibber? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nate, Nate's going to – he graduated, so he's oh, going yeah. to Grand Valley. Great kid. Um, Nate did some good things for us, but Evan's going to be our starter. Um, Evan has been a two-year varsity player for us. He's played receiver, safety, DB, linebacker. Evan's done everything for us. And uh, Evan Bibber is everything you want in a high school football player. He gives you everything he's got. So we're looking for big things for Evan. And, uh, you know, the rest of our seniors, there's not many of them. We don't have a big senior class, but I, I wouldn't trade them for the world. They're great kids and they work very hard. So we're looking forward to the season. Talk about, of course, um, last season with everybody making the playoffs. Of course, you guys ran to Southfield A&T last year. Um you know, obviously, you know, that playoff experience, how has that been very important for you guys? Well, I don't know about that playoff experience, but last year's experience for us was a great learning lesson because in the regular season, we were two and three, and in all three losses, we had the lead in the second half, and we lost the game. So it just kind of showed us that you have to finish everything you do. So our word this year is finish, and, uh, you know, we won two games regular season and, and if we would have finished games, we could have went five and all. Um, but those games don't count their losses. And uh, they, they stung a little bit last year because we played pretty well. Um, but we, we didn't finish games and we lost three games that we, we had the lead in the second half. And uh, you know, those kind of stay with you and those kind of piss you off, but they make you go a little bit harder, I think. And uh, we're going to learn from those and, and we're going to finish games this year. Talk about, of course, you guys lose a huge player in Wade's Ashman. Of course, he was a very good running back for you guys last year. Um, talk about what Wade's did for you guys last year. Yeah, I mean, Wade Ashman was kind of the bell cow of Athens football for the past three years. I mean, he was on varsity as a sophomore, and we brought him up and kind of just figured we'd get him some reps here and there. And then by the middle of the season, he was our – you know, go to tailback. So, you know, he's going to go play football at Adrian college, um, which is kind of cool for me because that's where I played. So I'm very, very uh, happy for him and proud of Waitis. Waitis has grown a lot as a young man and he was a good player for us. I mean, he did some really nice things, but we're looking to uh, get some other guys to fill his shoes. And, um, you know, I'm confident in the guys we got and um, I'm proud of Waitis for all he's done. How's the program strength doing over there? I mean, like, of course, I know a lot of people look at Troy Athens and say, well, they're a big school, but, you know, you had the um, issue with, with numbers over there. Um, talk yeah. about that issue. Yeah, like everybody. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, kind of, kind of like we just said. Like everybody, um, you know, our numbers aren't aren't where they where they need to be. Um, that's a constant struggle for us. But you know, we just sat down as a coaching staff and kind of looked at our roster, and we're going to be okay. You know, we're going to have you know high twenties, low thirties on the varsity, and that's kind of where we've been the last couple of years. And you know, we're going to do the best with what we got. Would I like to have 55, 60 kids in the varsity? Hell yeah, I would, but we don't have that right now. So we got to keep building it. We got to keep winning games. I think winning helps the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm confident we can do that. Um, Of course, some talk about, I mean, like the, um, speaking of that, of course, the, the blue division, you guys, um, you guys were in that division this year, Um, obviously playing um eight games in the um regular, in the, um, in the league game schedule, but not one non-conference. Um, have you thought about your non-conference? I've seen in your schedule that you haven't had a week eight game yet. No, we're still, we're still working on that. We haven't, we haven't filled that yet. We had a couple teams that didn't work out for us, um, but we're still working on that. But our, the, but the blue division, um, like I've said over the years, I think I've talked to you or talked to other people. I don't care if you're in the red, if you're in the white, if you're in the blue, if you're in the Mac, if you're in the whatever division, there's good teams everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what division of football you're in. There's good. You got to play good teams. Um, there's no cakewalks. There's no easy games. You know, if you don't come to play and if you don't show up ready to go, you're going to get your ass kicked. And that's just how it is in high school sports. Um, you know, we're all high school kids. We're all 15, 16, 17 years old. And if you don't show up ready to go, you can lose. Now, the flip side of that is if you show up, you have a great attitude. And if you work really hard and do the right things, you can win mm-hmm. any game you play. Yeah. So it's just it's just about the kids buying in and believing. And uh, the Blue Division, I think, is going to be very good this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think there are really good teams this year in it. And uh, we're looking forward to competing in it. Talk about let's talk about your rivalry with Troy. I mean, the last three years has been a hundred and three to nothing. The last three years, um, talk about that rivalry with Troy. I mean, how is how does that impact the community of Troy? Yeah, um, we've been very fortunate the last three years to come out on the top end of that. Coach Frazier does a very good job over there. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, you know, I think when I was growing up. I had a rivalry with different schools, but we didn't grow up with those kids. Right. You know, I didn't grow up with these kids like the kids in Troy do. Like these kids that play in the Troy Athens, Troy High rivalry, Mm -hmm. they know each other. They went to elementary school together. They went to middle school together. They played Little League Baseball together. So it's it's just that much more heated when they play as seniors on Friday night. Um, And, you know, I think – We've, we've just been very fortunate to play very well in those games the past three years, and uh, our kids take a lot of pride in that game. So, um, you know, we're hoping for more success this you guys year. guys for a trophy or anything? What's do, that? Do you guys bail for a trophy or anything? Like, you know? We we do not we do not have a trophy. Um, I, I've done a little research, and I do believe there was a trophy that was passed around many years ago and we might try to bring that back in the years to come. I think it would I think the rivalry would be very good with the trophy. I really do. <laughs> Isn't it, uh, I know you yeah. like uh, Sammy, I know you like the hardware. Yes, uh, I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, along with the helmets. I uh, I know that's uh, that's a big uh <laughs> it's a big uh well, at least check got, in your box. At least with, well, with Athens they got the uniform. They right. do. They, they do. got it right now. It's solid. Yes. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you like our uniform, Sammy. That 
that was the that was the biggest thing on the list whenever we were picking new uniforms. I said, is Sammy gonna like these uniforms? <laughs> I mean, like the only issue I have with, with the helmets, I wish you could put like a like a sort of like a Philadelphia Eagles thing on there. You know? No, what I mean? no, uh, no. See, sorry, we're keeping we're keeping the A. Come see, on. See, I agree with I agree with Coach. Yes, come on, Sammy. That's been done. Keep the A. Keep the A. Okay. <laughs> um, I do want to get your thoughts on this, um, Coach Keenis. Of course, um, Ian and I were talking before we went on break. Um, your thoughts um, on Harper Woods joining? Yeah. Um, during the league, I want your opinion, your thoughts on on this. I talked to um, Coach um, Jim Dewan last week on um, on his feelings of Harper Woods. Um, they're going to be in the league um, for football next year, so. Not this season, but next year. So talk about your thoughts on Harper Woods joining the league. Um, you know, to be honest with you, Sammy, I haven't given a lot of thought to it. I think the OEA is a great league. I think it's a very, very, very competitive league. I think the bottom, we got great teams. I think in, in all sports, mm-hmm. it's competitive. I think in basketball and football and baseball and you know, volleyball, whatever, whatever it is, I think we have great teams. So I think anybody that comes in is going to, is going to have a great um, athletic experience. And, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about Harper Woods. I kind of just focus on Troy Athens, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think the OEA is a great conference. And I think anybody that joins is going to enjoy their experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, let's talk about um, your other rivalries besides Troy. I mean, like you got, some, you got a rivalry with Berkeley Bruin, of course. Um, Berkeley, when you look at Berkeley, um, you know, um, last season you guys had that tough loss. Um, talk about that that rivalry. Of course, you were at Berkeley um, as a head coach there for a season um, before I'm going to Troy Athens. So talk about talk about talk about that matchup with Berkeley. Yeah, I I love Berkeley. Um, I always pull for them, except for when we play for them and. You know, that was a tough loss for us. Another one where we had the lead and lost it and those kids played hard and um, Berkeley does some nice things over there. And I really, really enjoyed my time there. There's amazing people at Berkeley. There's, you know, outstanding kids there. They got a really cool stadium that I'm looking forward to Hurley. go back and play. Yeah. yeah, I love Hurley Field. So I'm looking forward to playing there this year. And uh, yeah, Berkeley's Berkeley's great stuff. I, I really I pull for the Bears all the time, except for when they play Athens. Also, talk about your time at Oxford. Of course, um, you went with Coach Bud Riley, um, so you know the Upon the Rock scheme. Um, how was everything looking for um, any offensive, defensive schemes? I know you took some several Coach Riley staff um, with you to um, Athens. Um, talk about talk about um, the connection with Bud. Yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate. Um, you know, when I was in high school, I played for in my opinion, the best coach in the state of Michigan and Bud Raleigh. And I was very fortunate enough after college to go back and coach for him for three years. And that was quite an experience. Um, and then two years ago, I hired Dave Brown and Derek Osborne, who were longtime assistants with coach Raleigh up there. And mm-hmm. they've come to Athens and uh, they're doing a phenomenal job. And, you know, I think it's just, you know, kind of the way it works, um, when you're around something and when you're around somebody, you're going to take pieces from them. And, you know, I played for Bud and I coached for him and he's my mentor and uh, he's a person that I respect a lot. And him and I have a very close relationship. So I do some of the things that he did. I kind of put my own twist on some things at times, but 
you know, there is a certain, um, I will say, Bud Raleigh effect on staff <laughs> down here at Athens. Mm-hmm. Some people might say that's a bad thing, but I think it's a great thing. So, um, you know, of course, you have the, um, you still do the Pound the Rock at Athens? Uh, no, we haven't really adopted Pound the Rock. We, uh, we, 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 you know, we, we, we like the Pound the Rock, but we haven't adopted that mantra down here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, any questions for you, Ian? Yeah, yeah, real quick one. It's uh, I don't know if it's a real quick one, but it's something that we've been reflecting on. You know, last year was such a just an oddball season. I mean, are we going to play? Are we not going to play? We finally get to play, and then it's pausing, starting, stopping, all the rules, testing. I mean, you lived it more so than Sammy and I. Um, did any of that experience that you went through with the kids and the program during that pandemic, did that – bring you guys closer together? Did it bring the community together as far as supporting and trying to make sure that everybody's on the same page? And how do you I mean, take anything from last year and call it a positive moving into this year? I would think, I would say, I mean, last year it really kind of showed everybody the biggest thing is how to be flexible and how to be understanding. I mean, I would say the parents of my program last year were simply amazing because everything changed all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I would send emails or text messages or updates almost daily about, you know, we got to wear a mask or I bought face shields for the helmets or your kid owes me 20 bucks for this. (laughs) Or we're, we're, we're shutting down for a month or we're coming back. Like I was just very thankful and proud of our parents just to adapt and change on the fly. There was not one crossword with a parent. There was not one issue. It was just outstanding where, you know, the community and the parents kind of just said, we want our kids to have a good season and they did anything they could to help. And then I would say the one lesson that I would say our coaching staff learned from last year is to prepare for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, going from, you know, COVID testing to players having to miss because their brother had COVID to, um, you know, losing games in the fourth quarter when you were leading the entire game to, you know, just crazy things that happened last year. I would say our coaching staff has just realized plan for everything. Don't be surprised by anything. Um, 2020 was a tough year. But it was a year that I think everybody grew and got better at um, for it. So, um, obviously, when you look at coming up in the twenty twenty one, obviously, um, you know, when you look at um, any any other players that we like to um, you want to give like um, headways to um, to me and Ian this season. Any other players that you want to be watching out for? What yeah. should be watching out for? Yeah. Um, I got a couple, uh, you know, like I said, Evan Bibber, he's a senior. He's going to yep. play safety and quarterback. Trey Vincent, he's a senior. He's going to play linebacker, uh, running back, receiver. Brett Jansen is a senior. He's going to play offense and defensive line. Ben Nast is a senior captain. He's going to play linebacker and fullback. And then we got a couple of guys that are kind of coming into their own. Andre Shelton, um, mm-hmm. he was a two, two-way starter last year for us. We're looking for big things out of Andre. Um, Dominic Carroll, he's a senior. He's um, had some injuries that have plagued him in the past, but he's really had a tremendous offseason. So we're looking for big things out of him. So really, you know, we're going to go 
as far as our seniors take us, and I, I really like the, the kids we got, and I think our seniors are determined to um, kind of put those tough losses behind them and, and finish everything this year and have a great 2021 season. Awesome. Um, it'd be very interesting to see what happens with the um, with you guys this season. Of course, in the blue division, um, we talked. Um, obviously, we talked Troy. We talked um, Berkeley, um, Bloomfield Hills. Um, you guys played them last year. Um, talk about that matchup, Lumen, with the Blackhawks. Um, you know, got Ferndale in that division as well. I mean, like, um, talk about the um, those two teams in particular. Um, Berkeley, um, Bloomfield Hills, and Ferndale. Yeah, both those games. I'm really happy you brought those up, Sammy. Those are both games that keep me up at night <laughs> and just drive me nuts. So mm-hmm. thanks a lot for those up. Um, I had to do what I had Bloom- to do. Come on, Sammy. Yeah, you drive me nuts. <laughs> Come anyway, on. Uh, Bloomfield Hills, we, that was our opening game last year. And, I mean, shoot, we had the ball inside their red zone probably six times and came out with 13 points, and that game just pisses me off. I wake up in a cold sweat to this day about that game. <laughs> um, and then Ferndale, we, you know, battled and battled and battled, and they returned a kick late in the game. We lost that game. So I really, I'm really happy, Sammy, that you brought those two <laughs> games up. I was having a good morning until then, so I appreciate that. You know, I apologize for doing this. No, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're the man. You're the man. So, (laughs) so, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're looking to play those teams again this year. And, um, you know, I don't, I'm not saying revenge, but we're looking to just kind of motivation, hopefully erase, erase those, those bad tastes in our mouths from last year, because those two games really pissed me off last year. Great teams. Um, both Ferndale and Bloomfield Hills do an outstanding job. Um, but, but we, uh, you know, those two games really bothered me from last year. Then he called out the year with Avondale. Of course, we know Avondale, very athletic team. Um, what is your initial thoughts on playing Avondale to close out the year instead uh, of like Troy, you know? Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, Avondale is a good team. I know their coach over there very well. Corey Bell. Um, yep. yep. Good guy. He does a nice job. Avondale has a lot of athletes. They got a lot of nice players. We'll have our hands full. Um, we got to come ready to play, but that'll be a good game to end the season for us. Um, final thoughts before I let you go, Coach Keenest. Um, when you look at um, when you look at your team this year, I mean, like, um, you know, coming in the year, I mean, like, um, I mean, like, um, you're looking at the schedule, and I'm looking at, I mean, like, I think this team could be a playoff team this year. I mean, have you talked about? I know you haven't talked playoffs or postseason expectations, but. You know, but what is your initial goal heading into 2021? Win our first game. Mm-hmm. That's our, that's our, I had a, I had a buddy of mine who coached with us for a couple of years and he, one of his things that always sticks with me is you got to win your first game. Mm-hmm. He said, you and, that, and I think that really hurt us last year. Losing that first game last year really hurt us. I think we got to come out of the gate fast. I think if we win our first game, it's at home. You know, yes. I think the kids the, the kids need that confidence, and then if we can get on a little bit of a roll, we can get confidence. Um, you know, our kids are working very very hard. They want to see some fruits of their labor. So I think if we can win our first couple games, get on a little bit of a roll, have some momentum, I think we can. I think we can be all right. But it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of commitment. Um, but I I like I like where we're at. And uh, I, I'm ready to get going. I'm sick and tired of seven on sevens. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of doing agilities and lifting. Yep. 
mm-hmm. I, I want to put pads on and I want to get after it. So, um, you know, to answer your question, we have a, we have a tough schedule. The blues a great division. We got to come ready to play, but I like our senior group and I like our kids and I like our coaching staff. So I think we'll be okay. Thank you. I'm Troy Athens, coach Billy Keenis. Thank you for your time here on the podcast. Thanks coach. Thanks guys. Thank Thanks. You guys. Yep. Have a good season. Have good luck. Good, good luck. Thanks. See you guys. That was... mm-hmm. What can you say? Yeah. I mean, good info. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to rub it in. Well, yeah. I had to bring up, I had to bring up, you know what I mean? You, you're, you know, you're known for your disasters. <laughs> I know. But uh, he had some good wins last year, you know he, what I mean? They did. And it's funny, and I, I love the, the back and forth between you guys, because, and all the coaches, because they know you're going to bring it. Mm-hmm. You're not afraid to ask that question, mm-hmm. which is good. You're fearless in that area. That's awesome. Yes. I said, but they are our guests. We're welcoming them in. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be positive here, you know? Yeah. No, but he, you know, you can tell he's a serious dude. Yes. Right? Intense. And you know. Competitive. Oh, completely. And you know, I should have brought up, I said, my brother-in-law has uh, played at Adrian. And was an assistant coach there for a number of years. So really? I should have brought it up, see if he knew uh, uh, my brother-in-law. Anyway, mm-hmm. but he's an intense guy. Yes. And you know he's he gets those kids going. Mm-hmm. And um, he he is the quintessential football coach, just listening to him talk. and Proven and, winner, uh, too. Yeah. And the, the way um, you can see that he's a motivator. Yes. And his, his uh, voice carries weight. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm telling you, I think I, I'm I'm ex- I'm I'm excited I'm, for this. Yes. I like this team. Here's so do why. I. I mean, Troy Athens, yes, they got experience, but you know, when you look at the Red Hawks, I mean, like that schedule looks favorable. I mean, they have and their first game is which Pontiac. They right? play Pontiac the first game. Now Pontiac is Pontiac's an improved. They're getting better. You know what I mean? I um saw them um seven on seven. They're better than what you think. You know what I mean? I mean, like okay. Coach Ken Wade has done a really nice job with them, with them early on. I mean, like, but that's not going to be. I don't think this is going to be your typical Pontiac team that uh, with Wade in that program. I just don't. I think it's going to be, but. And you know, Coach Keenest knows this. Yes, and I know he knows this. Yeah, and know? they're not going to go into the game all Pontiac looking. Beyond. Yeah, you can't. I know you can't. I mean, like, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta say this. You gotta forget the record that Pontiac's had the last ten years. You gotta forget that. You know, this is a different Pontiac team that Troy Athens is gonna see. Yeah. So when you really look at, if you're Coach Keenis, you gotta say, hey, if you think this is easy, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. And and of all the coaches we've chatted with, mm-hmm. I know, I know all of them do this, but just talking to Coach Keenis this morning. <laughs> You know his kids will not, will absolutely not be overlooking. They the better Phoenix. not be under. A, they won't. And I know the last three years, and we talked about their um, domination of Troy. I mean, like yes. hundred and three to nothing the last three years. Yeah, that was. Um, mm-hmm. That's that is an insane number. Not mm-hmm. a typo. It is real. It is real. It's a thing. Two thirty-one nothing wins and a forty-two yeah. nothing. And and like he's saying, and he's right. When you have those rivalries, uh, with your classmates, correct? One hundred four to nothing. Yes, <laughs> with your classmates, former neighbors, friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know how those district lines go. It's right yeah. down the street. It could be your neighbor across the road right, you're you got, going against. And I know Troy I know Troy calls Troy Athens that's quote that school <laughs> down the road. You know. Any any way to keep, you know, the energy level of a rivalry going, it's 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 awesome. I love rivalry games. I know you do too. They need a trophy in that area. See, I knew you were gonna bring that up again. Hardware. Um need yeah. hardware. Yeah, but you know some of them, some rivalries just don't have that sort of thing. I mean, you look at you look at the Double O Trophy. You got the the um, Orion Clarkson Trophy. You got the um, the um, Woodward um, the Woodward yeah, the, Curb. You well, know what I mean, the, soon to be retired. Soon to be retired. You know, I, I like the, the slam I, of Woodward. I like the idea of the sign. I think yeah. that's awesome. Catalpa and um, Lexington. Yes, yeah, I I, I like really that. like that. I really do I like too. That. You know what I mean? I really and do too. And you put if you put years on it, you color a stripe for which team won, and on the pl- I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be great. I mean, like, and then um, I mean, like, and you have the little brown jug between Troy and Avondale. That's an interesting trophy. Yeah. Um, but Troy Athens to me, I think has they're more than capable of having a really good year. I think they could be a playoff team this year. That's how high I am with this team. Now, I know that... Well, have, having a returning quarterback, right? Well, no, he's converting from Con- converting. to a quarterback. Evan, Evan See, Beaver, that's, yeah. that's, that's going to be interesting. That's the tough part. I mean, the, the X factors of, you know, high school football breaks down. We've talked about this a couple times. Mm-hmm. It breaks down into a couple positions. Mm-hmm. If you have a capable quarterback, right? you have a serviceable... Offensive line mm-hmm. to protect that quarterback. Solid running back. Solid running back. A running back and a receiver. That quarter, you know, that team can find success. Especially in this division. Yes. I mean, you look at this division, you know what I mean? You're not going up against the likes of Blake Orion, West Bloomfield, um, yeah. Oxford. But the play Clarkson. of your quarterback yeah. is so key in that offensive line. Mm-hmm. We've seen great receiving cores, great running backs, but if you don't have that old line you're in trouble. And a, a, a quarterback that is improving every week that can take that team on his shoulders, you are in trouble. Yeah, and I think when you look at Troy Athens, um, there's a we, lot of We ex- have to see uh, have how to their see. quarterback rounds out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be the key. I mean, when you look at the Red Hawks, I mean, like, obviously, this is a team where I um, – this is a team where I think could – they could surprise yeah, the folks. A, I mean, like – So what, are, what wins do you see? I mean, if – after the conversation with Coach, uh, what would you see as the W's? Um, I really like because them. we're as uh, we got to remind think, everybody, yeah. not everybody gets into the playoffs no, again. No, no, no. We're and back here's to the, the playoff thing. points structure. We're back to the um, yeah, no. I mean, like you, you look at your strength of schedule, obviously, and that's the difference. You know what I mean? It's not like the automatic six. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I look at the schedule, I mean, obviously, you know, they got their. Um, I'm just curious to see who they're going to play their week eight game. Because they don't they only have eight right now. So when you look at, and last year they they only played, but again, everybody last played. Year, yeah, Every, it, last year can't count that. But no. but for me, I think it's important for Troy Athens to find a ninth game. Because because when you look at, there are teams out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially with this format where you're going to have to play. Um, well, who on their schedule is that type of team that if you beat them, it'll give that you that boost? That could change boost. your season. Yeah. Is there, I'll be honest with you. Is there anybody on that schedule? There is a couple of teams. Um, I think if they can knock off Ferndale, um, knock off Berkeley, 
Bloomfield Hills are probably the three teams. Well, Bloomfield, yeah. Um, Bloomfield Hills, they're replacing a lot. I mean, they they did lose John. Pa- I mean, they did lose Ty Zelinski. He graduated. Okay. Um, Ferndale, we know how athletic they are. Um, they are very athletic. And then I think the team that, if you're Troy Athens, the team you really want to beat is Berkeley, because do you think that's the linchpin? I think Berkeley that, is that the a must win, or is that you, I think you, the Ferndale game's a must win. Okay, but I think the linchpin, if you want, if you pro, if you want to prove that you arrived, you got to go to Hurley and win there, because when I look at that game with Berkeley. And I also forgot to mention Farmington. You know what I mean? Farmington's the team that moved down yeah. from the red to the white. That's right. Um, I forgot to mention that to Coach Keenest today. I was a little dis- little bummed about that. But but I think if they can win the Farmington game and they can win the Berkeley game, those are the two games I think they can win. Those are the two games that say, you know what? This team is right. So you earn those victories. Yep. And then you beat the teams you should beat. Mm-hmm. Are, what are the teams that they should beat? They should beat. Should they beat Pontiac? Yes, they should beat them. Okay. Who's next? They should beat. I mean, like, they should beat. Um, He's right about the schedule, but. <laughs> it's tough. It is tough. You know, and saying, right? I mean, he's he's right. It is a, it's a tough the schedule. The blue is tougher than you think it is. I mean, like. Just like he said. Just like I said. You know what I mean? The blue is a lot tougher. I mean, obviously, Farmington coming down. Um, Then you have Berkeley there. You have Avondale. You have. um. You have, um, you know, you, I mean, Royal Oak, to me, you should beat. Okay. Um, but if it's a five-win team and they might be, you're saying that, hey, you see them potentially as a playoff team. They could win five games. You know, I think they could win five. Do you think they could get in with four, but with a big upset over, let's say, if they Berkeley? Could, or, or I would say or upset. Farmington, but, or Farmington. Farmington probably would be the biggest one, I think, if they would knock off in that game if they can knock off Farmington considering that they do have a Farmington plays North Farmington to start the year week one um that's the team that I think if Troy Athens can win that game at Farmington you basically got my mind all right <laughs> but but that's the thing but it's like I think the game at but, Farmington but right I mean that goes that. that goes back to the parody in the blue mm-hmm. right there's a lot of decent teams right. uh, you're saying the uh, Pontiac is going to be better I think Pontiac's you gotta be watch better. out uh, everybody else. I mean, it's a they're all known commodities, right? They're all known commodities, right? And for like, like coach is saying, it's like they got a tough schedule, yeah. And there's no there's no gimmies, and no. Uh, and then you're looking at an open week eight opponent. Week eight opponent, yeah. Are, are you going to go Cupcakeville if you can, or are you just going to say we'll play well, anybody? I mean, you're this not going to say, hey, Grand Blake, cup- let's do a week if eight. You, if you go cupcake, if you go cupcake, Ian. You know, that's going to hurt you. Yes, I if know. If you play a tough opponent. Unless you have that. Unless you play a very good opponent. You know what I mean? So if you're Coach Billy, if you're Coach Keenest, or if you're Athletic Director Bob Dowd, you know. Oh, your favorite fellow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to play a tough type of stretch. You're going to play a tough game. Yes. I, if I'm them, you know, to get them tested, why not play a tough game? Play would, a tough game. Would they need, they may need. They, they, they may, may need, need that game. What, just they may, to make the playoffs. Yes. They may need it. Win or lo- lose? Because if you don't play that game, you're basically, you're right behind the eight ball. You're right behind yeah. the eight ball. Are there any other teams you know that are still looking for that eight? Um, that I know Oak Park's game? looking for a week nine. Um, I know that. Um, a week nine? Yeah, they are looking for a week nine. Um, are there, is everybody playing nine? 
Did I miss something? Um, the Oak Park was the only one that I. Wow. I know that's looking for. They got a buy in there somewhere, like a week off. No, well, nine games. They're really? gonna. They're, you know, Coach um, Greg Carter is gonna find a week nine. I mean, oh, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be a. It's gonna be a brutal <laughs> opponent. I mean, like um, but because I, I know how brutal schedule he has every year. I mean, they oh, open up an orchard. Their first five weeks are brutal. Yeah. I mean, like my goodness, but. If I'm Athens, you know, I'm definitely looking at possibly playing a um maybe maybe like playing a team like um that is um familiar you're familiar with or maybe even maybe even go down um maybe even go down like um maybe go down like to like Lenaway County like Adrian area, you know what I mean? Show your kids Adrian College, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe go down there and play them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Um and he's right. Uh, what did he say? I'm sick of seven on sevens. I'm sick of right. You can tell they're chomping at the bit. They're ready to go and to say, "Hey, we're ready for the games." Doesn't that give you kind of a? Good it gives you a beat. You know what I mean? Well, it gives me a good sense that maybe he's saying something. He's saying he's seeing things that is is getting him ready to go to the regular season. Mm-hmm. They're and ready, I, and I think they're ready. I think I think they're hungry. They're ready to go. Um, just. I'm curious to see what happens with this team. <laughs> really, really curious to see what happens. Final thoughts this week. Um, you know, let's see what happens. Everybody stay safe. I mean, Absolutely. Like, Watch out, safe. man. I mean, like, stay healthy. I get my course. second uh, shot on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm be... still wearing that mask, though, mm-hmm. brother. Yep. Uh, mask up, everybody. Stay safe. Um, you know, and, um, you know, stay positive. Yep. You know, mask up, stay safe, stay positive. Absolutely. I dig it. Yep. See you all next week, everybody. See you, Sammy. Oh, and now is produced by Sammy Terramina. The views on this show are his and mine alone. I want to thank uh, Coach Keenis for coming in the podcast today. If you uh, would like to make your own podcast here at Orient Neighborhood Television, give us a call at 248-393-1060. We're enrolling one-on-one classes for just $25. Are you kidding me? Give us a call, 248-393-1060. That's it for this uh, edition of Oh, and now we'll see you next week. See ya!